Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Know Your Breeder. Today I have a very, very interesting breeder that I've been uh, wanting to talk to for a bit. I uh, just haven't been able to schedule it until now, so uh, I'm really excited. And I'm going to start off by giving you guys uh, my his favorite, or my favorite quote from him. And that is, quote, I want to see the best pot on the planet, end quote. And that was kind of enough for me. Um, and I've also kind of tried some of his varieties uh, through the DGC. Uh, people grown out his beans and man, I've, I've only heard good things uh, about his work. Um, and the flower that I've had has been great. And uh, so anyways, I'll, I'll spare you the suspense. Uh, today we have Soulfire Gardens joining us. And uh, he's coming at us from, I think you're out in Seattle, Washington. Yeah, that's right. West Seattle, Seattle, Washington. All right, awesome, my friend. I'm uh, I'm sporting a Jimi Hendrix T-shirt today, and in, in celebration yeah. of Seattle. Uh, so, hey, welcome to the show. Um, we've got a, a few questions for you, and I got some questions from our our uh, patrons. I uh, hope you can answer for us. And um, I just wanted to quickly kind of uh, set it up. Um, you guys may know Soulfire. Uh, some of his popular, more more no well known work is uh, Bahama Mama. Uh, Black Banana, Why You Jelly, um, Don Mega, um, which is a really strong one. I've had that one myself. Um, and then he's got like this huge new thing that we'll talk about a little bit later called FX3. But uh, for right now, um, hey, man, let's let's just get it started. Uh, you know, we hang out and, and smoke a little weed. So uh, what you got uh, with you today? You, you burning some flour over there? Or what you got? Uh, yeah, I brought some some FX3 with me today. I mean, oh, that's our, the new. We, yeah. Yeah, new. I brought some of the new stuff. I went down to the facility and grabbed uh, a couple jars of that. So I knew I was going to be here with you guys. So I wanted to bring the best. Cool. I don't know if we can really get it on camera, but um, I, no, I, my, it, it's definitely hard to focus on it. But. Yeah, uh, I do encourage you guys, if you want to check it out, though, uh, check out the website or uh, there's also a Soulfire Discord server. And you guys can check out some pictures. And uh, I don't know. I was pretty impressed, to be honest. That'd be over at uh, soulfiregardens.com, <laughs> y'all. And uh, yeah, there's some reasons for that, too. But let's uh, we can come back to the FX3 in a little bit. Um, I, I wanted to kind of there's a lot of folks that might not be familiar with with who you are, where you come from. So I was uh, hoping you could give us just kind of a quick kind of like your story so far. I know that you go way back with uh, Exotic Mike, a lot of a lot of folks will know uh, Exotic Mike from Exotic Genetics, um, yep. but man, tell tell us you know where you're, where you come from and how you got into breeding. Yeah, so for for those of you that might not know me, my name's you know I'm Soulfire. Um, I did I started with uh, Exotic Genetics Mike or, or just Mike to me or Big Smooth as I call him back in the day when we were <laughs> in college together. Uh, that's where the, that's where that the name of that strain of his came from, and and yeah, I mean we were just bros back in the day coming home from college, watching YouTube, watching, you know, some of the late greats um, crush it, you know, and we were growing medical back then. And then it just really kicked off from there. Um, I went on to the University of Washington for, uh, after we finished our, our AS. So I got an associate's of science uh, and so did Mike. And then he started exotic genetics and I went on to the University of Washington where I finished a, uh, a degree in biology. And, and then after that, I started Soulfire. So I've been growing pot since 96. Um, so not wow. to date myself, but yeah, I've been growing pot since 96. Uh, you know, the medical scene here in Seattle was booming. It was, it was a beautiful thing um, where we just had this great group of growers and, and uh, new 
new breeder beginnings and like this this culture where guys were really helping each other out. There's we were trading cuts, we were meeting at the grocery store. I mean, it was just really an excited time. We didn't even know what time we were really in. Um, because I look back on it with like, you know, so much fondness, like, oh man, I miss those days. So we we didn't even know what we had then. Um and yeah, that's just really where it started. I yeah, and that's where the from, passion began. From when uh, I, Mike was on the show a bit ago, and, and I kind of remember at least one of the themes was, uh, were you guys, you were just really into varieties and you guys would uh, collect strains. You built up kind of a good-sized library along with uh, some other growers. And and if I remember right, that's kind of where all those really great genetics came from, was that sort of like, you know, collecting all those those cuts and stuff and then, you know, starting to work with them. Is that is that kind of how it flowed out for you too? Yeah, exactly. I mean, for for Mike and I, I just remember way back in the day, um, we would, you know, we were collecting a bunch of different strains. We were popping seeds. We were pheno hunting um, as best as we could in these like like small uh, areas that we had. Just basically, I was I was in the trailer park in a in a double wide uh, <laughs> with a took ripped the whole bathroom out and just turned it into my medical garden in there. And Mike and I be in there you know, just working with different plants. And, and then what really, you know, kicked it off is, is there was a medical cup coming to Seattle. It was like the 2012 or 13 medical cup. And Mike took uh, a plant that I selected, which was a, a grape God plant mm. that I just loved. It's Yum. smelled crazy, crazy grape flavor to it. And, uh, and, and he crossed that with his, with his uh, starfighter to create this supernatural and I remember just having those those nugs in the in the hall at, at uh, the college that we were at, and <laughs> opened up a jar and just blew out the whole the whole hallway. Everybody's like, "What the fuck is that? You know, what is that smell?" And um, and, and yeah, and he competed with that strain that he bred at, in that medical cup, the the first medical cup in Seattle, and he won second. And and for us, that was just like wow, like we were. You know, he, he rushed up on stage, he got his high times medal. And back then, I mean, that was like a big deal. Uh, it was a big deal for Seattle. It was a big deal for exotic genetics. And, and yeah, and that was it right there. I was just like, yep, this is when I get out of college is what I'm going to do. Was that the cookies and cream? Uh, well, cookies and cream, I, I believe was like his first win. Like, uh, that's what, okay. That's it. what I thought you were talking about. The the first mm-hmm. one, but, but before that, uh, it was, it was our first, like his first thing he ever won was kind of our unofficial collab right there of, of, uh, great God and starfighter. Yeah. And so is the the supernatural, is that the same starfighter that's in the cookies and cream? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right on. It sounded like they were connected. I just was. Yeah. Yeah. It's in that same era. And I I really feel like that was kind of like for us, it was our like golden era of creation. And I mean, we're still like, you know, it's exciting every day. Like I just have, I wake up and, breathe soul fire it's the first thing i think about when i wake up it's the last thing i think you know it's the last thing on my mind right when i go to bed it's every day all day 100 percent of the time just trying to create the absolute best and i don't know that i'll ever ever be able to you know accomplish my my dream i think i guess that's what makes it cool is like this unattainable burning passion yeah to just create the absolute best period yeah I can, I can see that. And, uh, you know, man, if you're, if that's what makes you happy, I mean, good for you to just be doing what you love day in, day out and, uh, you know, just enjoying the ride. Yeah. I'm blessed. I mean, I'm, I'm a hundred percent blessed that I got 
this huge collective, this community of like growers that are with me and love the same, these things that I create. I'm so lucky to have these, you know, the home growers who I felt like a lot of people kind of when, when recreational hit and, and, and medical was getting gutted in every state. Um, I feel like they kind of just, people kind of forgot about it or left them behind. And I was thinking, you know, these are the, these are our core right here. These are the, these are the, this is the culture. Yeah. This is the backbone. This is yeah. the backbone of this whole thing. Not these, not the rec gardens. Yeah. You know? 100%. And so I guess with my company and with Soulfire, I mean, that's where we try to focus. I, I try to focus on the guy that's out there in the trenches, the guy that's growing at home in a four by four tent or for his enjoyment, not yeah. to try, you know what I mean? Not like, to get, well, okay. So actually, you know, that perfect lead in, cause I was going to ask you about your breeding goals. One thing I noticed on uh, sort of the about Soulfire was it, it, it looked like your top goal, a newer tech with UV lights, your top goals were uh, quality and consistency. And I was going to ask you how you do that. And I noticed that you have an awful lot of community involvement in your work uh, through the discord server uh, especially, and it sounds like you have a lot of testers and people that you work with. And so to me, that makes a really big difference when you're breeding, uh, because you're breeding for the community. You're not breeding something that is going to finish in less than eight weeks and right. you know, is easy to trim and blah, 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 like commercial style. Uh, it's really more focused around uh, community. So uh, how do you do that? How, how did you get people to, you know, be involved in your work and, you know, what's been your experience just doing that, leading the community of growers to, you know, work on stuff? Well, first and foremost, I come from a science background, right? Grad, you know, went to University of Washington, spent a lot of time in labs um, doing tissue culture with what I feel like are some of the best plant biologists in the world. I mean, they're at the, at the UW. Um, but when it comes down to breeding, it's not as scientific as, as that. It's, it's, it's something that, it's an art. It's something that you love. It's you selecting things that you like and putting it with other things that you like to try to create things that bring that are cool to you and some things that are cool to me may not be cool to you i mean that's just the way it is somebody may like a, a an artwork done by banksy and another guy might be like what is that i don't even i don't even get that that's not you know what i mean so when yeah. i breed i'm not breeding for anybody else i'm not breeding because you like it or because it's this trendy that I'm not breeding anything like that. A lot of the things come up, just me and the bros standing around talking about, man, that would be cool to go back together. Or this would, this would go great with that. Or man, look at the smell of this. Do you think that would go with this? Well, I don't know. Maybe like, I think I like these two. I breed for me a hundred percent of the time. And, and Love it. so when it comes down to testing, I'm the first person that grows it before anyone else. I don't, send out seeds to a bunch of different guys that ask for them on Instagram or, or, or any of that, anything that you get, that's an official release from me. I've grown it before you period. Um, and if I did really well with it, me and my homies did really great with it. And I feel like it's worthy to put in your garden, then I'll release it. But if, if not, we won't. So, um, yeah, gotcha. as far as like, yeah, I didn't mean to imply that you rely on the community to do the work for you. Sure. Um, it, it sounds like, but you are the starting point. And then at some yeah. point it is invaluable to get, uh, opinions and feedback from other people, uh, 100%. you know, growing in different places, different styles, right? Yep. Nope. For sure. And when we talk about that FX three, when we talk about that, that really was the epitome of that. Um, let's just talk we, about it. Let's let's without further yeah, ado, so, just so give this, it to us. So, Tell us about this so, project. 
Yeah. So how the FX3 came along was as uh, we were doing the we we're doing the testing for the Utter Madness, and it was it, it was amazing. Test was going great. I'm I'm loving it every time. And if you know me, I don't love it every time I get in the garden and I'm looking at it. Usually about week four or five in the test, uh, five six, I want to throw the shit away. I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm really this is going I, nowhere. I went the wrong. Yeah, maybe I went the wrong direction. Maybe I don't like this. And then as it gets to the end, sometimes I'll be like, oh, wow, I'm glad I didn't throw this away. It's actually amazing. Yeah. But, you know, that's just how I am. Um, I'm indecisive and kind of a perfectionist and a little bit OCD. So when, you know, when I'm going through these things, I, I, there's a lot of different emotions during a test. Anyway, this guy comes to me. He has a Discord. And I know a lot of people over on his Discord, and they grow a lot of Soulfire stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I lurk over there sometimes and I see people uh, growing our stuff. And he comes to me. Um, his name is uh, Jacob from from uh, from Seed to Stoned. And he has a he has a huge YouTube channel, like 650K subscribers. I didn't really know that when he first came and talked to me. I just knew he had this discord that was twice the size of ours. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, hey, Soulfire, you know, we do these grow offs. Um, the last one's going to finish up. And we, you know, all the, you know, a lot of our community is asking if you'd be down to, 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 you know, participate in the grow off. And I was like, uh, yeah, you know, why not? I'm, I'm down to do it. I'm, I'm down to do it. So what I did is I was in the middle of the test and I was looking through all the plants and I, and I found one strain that I was just like, all of them were dope. Like everything in the utter madness was amazing. That, that line is amazing. But one just really, really stood out to me as like, wow, every one of these is just an absolute banger. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to, let's, let's, let's use this uh, as this grow off strain. And so we waited, waited till the test was done, waited till he, he finished up with his other uh, utter madness or his other grow off. And then we, you know, he has all these sponsors. So there's like $10,000 in prizes from so many different sponsors. And uh, we launched that grow off. And I was so excited. I went, I went and looked up this huge ESPN trophy. I was like, well, if we're going to do a grow off and somebody's going to win something, I'm going to get them the biggest, gnarliest trophy I could get. So I went and bought this huge trophy, still sits on my desk right now, waiting. Uh, they're going to, they're going to uh, figure out the winner here on the 3rd of February. And um, so, yeah, and the way they do it is really cool. It's like they all pop these seeds on the, on the same day. Everybody checks in every two weeks in Discord with their pictures. There's a, they each have a, a unique phrase that they have to put on a card uh -huh. for the check-in every two weeks from, from, the, from germination to the end till harvest. And then you submit your best picture, right? And so I'm like, wow, this is going to be a real test. This is going to be a real, you know, show, show these people who already grow a lot of soul fire exactly what we're about. So- you know, we're going through it. And of course you go through germination. They don't know what they're going to find. I know what they're going to find because I already grew it. I knew it, how amazing it was going to be. Yeah. But they don't know. They don't know. So it's, it, it was so much fun to just watch as they're like, I don't know, kind of stressing out, you know, but it's like reality show. <laughs> it was like a reality <laughs> show. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Tune in this week and watch. Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. And then, so, you know, they're moving through this whole thing and, um, and, and yeah, I think like 450 started, I want to say like 300 or something finished, you know, made it all the way to the That's, end. And that is impressive, my friend. Like, I, yeah, no and, joke. And that is a lot of people. Bro, that exactly. The biggest one that they've ever had, the most success that they've ever had. And I'm telling you, man, these guys were looking like 
there's guys in there who's like, this is my first, this is my first or my second grow. And it's looked like they've grown pot for decades. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just beautiful, frosty. They're having fun. They're crushing it as, as they're, they're going through. I mean, just the whole experience was amazing. I don't even know how they're going to pick a winner for this thing. Honestly, I'm one of the judges. Yeah. I kind of don't even want you- to be like, we're, we're, the judging is going on this weekend and we got to go through hundreds of pictures, hundreds and hundreds of, yeah. of, of submissions. So this, this is where we ahead. do this. Sorry. This is where we do it wrong. See, they do it right up in Canada because they let you just mail weed around. And <laughs> I wish we, you could do that, but we'd all be in federal prison. I know. Right. But that would be the yeah. perfect way to do this. This grow along, grow off is to have those, yeah. those people send in samples. That would be so amazing. I know. I know. Sorry. But, sorry. I, no, you're, you're 100%, off. You're 100% <laughs> right. You're 100% right. But, um, you know, what I... What it really showed me was is is that and they're finding specific phenos like there's a hairless pheno you know that doesn't have any hair at all like zero super frosty smells like straight strawberries and cream it's crazy no hair on them and they would pop up here and there so when you have this pool of 500 450 growers all of different skill levels all in different unique environments <clears throat> it really shows you the strength of your strains the strength of your creation. You know, yeah. any, any breeder can go and, 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 you know, breeder are skilled at growing pot period. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're a breeder, you're probably, I would hope so. At, I, would, I would hope so. Yeah. Very skilled at growing pot. If you've done it long enough, you're skilled at taking pictures. Yes. You can, you can make some seeds. You can go in there. You could find a good picture. You could take a good picture. You could put it up there. Hey, buy this. Okay, cool. But how about you go? to 450 different gardens, have 400 people, 450 people grow your work from the very start to the finish because we'll see everything. We'll see any of those inconsistencies or problems that may pop up. We'll see exactly what it's going to look like at the end. You know, show us, show us how good you are. And that's what this contest does. And I challenge any other breeder out there that wants to step up, go contact uh, from seed to stoned. He'd love to have other, you know, other breeders uh, show up and, and join the grow off. So, so is there uh, so what kind of document did you get some data or documentation out of it? Tons, so much. It's more data than like they they pull them, you know, yeah. constantly to get feedback as they go. I mean, there's so many pictures. I've just I've literally been flooding Instagram with pictures. There's so many pictures I couldn't even. Yeah. What I think is cool about about that. Yeah. If you run a lot of, if you run a decent plan count of a, of a project like this, what, what's kind of the most, one of the most useful things to me is if there is a breakdown of what I'm going to call expected phenos, because there's so many packs where it's like coffee or flavors range from coffee to grapefruit. And you know, like, (laughs) what does that mean? And so uh, it'd be nice to know, on average, you know, like what are the phenos I can expect out of this pack? And I don't know if you were able to determine that or summarize that somehow. I imagine maybe it's hard with photos or. But- I mean, for sure. When you see three, you know, 3000 of these plants grown at the exact same time all together, but in different gardens, you can, like I said, like that hairless pheno that would pop up, they would yeah. see it. And like one guy would be like, Hey, I got it. And this other guy would be like, Hey, you know what? I found this too. And I'd be like, Oh, I didn't find that one. And just, you know, you could just, I don't know. Yeah. You can definitely pick out individual phenos in this. Um, I just thought it was really cool. I thought the way that they, the professionalism of how they, they handled it, the logistics of it, managing that many people, you know, um, helping everybody get to the end, you know, they're pretty strict. Like a lot, you know, people would get DQ'd if they didn't make their, 
their uh, timelines and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's it was pretty stringent. Yeah, Very. but it's also a freestyle competition, right? Yeah. So you could you could grow hydro, you could grow however you wanted. It was really up to you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I'm super proud of everybody uh, that that participated in it. Um. I just think it was, yeah, I think it was one for the books for, for, for us. And I had a lot of fun with the whole thing. That's great, man. I mean, it's a really cool idea. I love the idea of the, the grow along and people kind of, it is fun. I mean, uh, on a smaller scale, I definitely have done that with uh, friends where you both run the same pack and, you know, every, when you see each other every few weeks, you're like, Hey man, how's it going? You know, but this is right. like just taking it to the, you know, the next like internet level of you know, all the data and it's, it's all tracked and everything. It's, it's pretty cool. So is there, once the, everybody's done and the prize is awarded, awarded, do you then do anything with any of the like phenos that are uh, found like for additional work or? Well, I mean, I have my own, I have my own keeper uh, of FX3, um, which I brought today to smoke, but uh uh, you know, who knows if any of these guys kept their cuts or, or even gotcha. really so, willing to, to share that with me. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not the one to hit somebody up and be like, Hey bro, you got this, you know, I saw you got this cut in, in these seeds I break. Can I get it? I don't do that. Gotcha. Uh, so you just have your own, your own. Yeah. I mean, I it's, it's, if, if somebody offers me one, like our Bahama came from Maine, from a, from a group in Maine, they, they, they reached out to me and, and said, Hey, Soulfire, you know, we found something very special. We want you to, to take it if you want and work with it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Let me. And then if that ever does happen, of course it's got to come to me and I have to grow it out myself a hundred percent and see if it's even something that I like, because maybe what they like is not what I like. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who all in this kept, kept cuts or in that, but I will say something I haven't said anywhere else. Um, exclusive everybody. Yeah. 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 This is, uh, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I'm with you on the fact that I don't like where we can't actually see the 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 product. We can't see what you harvested. It all has to be done through pictures and Discord. And I understand that our laws and whatnot is yeah. There's a reason for that, right? But once they do figure out who the winner of this thing is. Um, if they're in the United States, cause I know a couple were international, um, oh, a handful, handful were international. If they are in the United States, if the winner ends up being in, in the United States, I'm going to take that trophy. I'm going to hop on a plane and I'm going to bring it to them and I'm going to hand it to them from me to them. Um, just because one, it's a, it, to me, they, it was a huge accomplishment to be the best out of all of those people. I want to see the flower if they, if they possibly have it and are willing to smoke it with me. Yeah, man. Um, for sure. I, you know, I, I, th I think I owe that to them. Um, since they had, you know, they had the balls to jump in and, and grow something from maybe they didn't know, even know who I was. And they were like, you know what, I'm going to give this grow off a shot, grow off a shot. And they took that leap of faith. So whoever the winner is, if they're in the United States, I'm, I'm soul fire is about to pull up on them. What a prize, man. That's very cool. I, I, I would say, so like the things that I like about all of this is that it's all driven kind of by the, com the community and a, a passion for growing and just having really good weed. And for me, there's uh there's definitely more and more uh th there's lots of people making seeds now. It's it's you know, there's thousands of them, right? And um I, I think that there should be some, you know, special emphasis and value 
shown on the people who are doing the good work, like actually growing stuff out, growing stuff that people want to consume, not because it's easier to sell or it's got a longer shelf life or it looks prettier or whatever. And man, I just can't say enough how important that is. Yeah. I mean, it's a community and, and, and honestly, the, the community is going to see if you don't do the work, they're going to know real quick, like this, this grow off right here. Yeah. This was, if, if, if you go into this grow off and you didn't know you, you didn't do the background, you didn't do the work, that would be a breaker for your company. Like, yeah, it just eventually, literally, eventually. Oh no. I mean, it would, (laughs) it would break your company right there. Right. Because you got. 500 people growing all these seeds. And if it was going to be junk, that'd be 500 people that were going to be literally angry <laughs> at yeah. you right then. Like this is trial by fire. That's why I say if any other breeders, you know, Hey, the door is open. Go, go show us what's up. Go show us if you've done the work. It's right there for you. Let's see 500 people grow your gear and come out with, you know, excellent success. So, and as far as people making seeds, I think it's great. Like, Hey, listen to me closely go ahead and use if you get a pack of soul fire from me you are more than welcome to use soul fire in your projects uh i welcome it it's open source uh, i can you know, that's what that's one of them and sell them yeah that's what that's what <laughs> carries on you know the name that's i'm not threatened by you making seeds or by you starting a seed company obviously there's ethics uh involved with that you should do it the right yeah. way don't just take this from this guy, put it with this from this guy and then start selling seeds. Yeah. You know, you need a little, you, you need take, your own mail. I think is the, you got is it, a yes. good rule. In, in dogs, they call it, you know, you make your own blood in, in seeds. You have to, you have to create your own, your own mail or, or whatever you, you take this thing that you like over here and you put it with this thing that you genuinely like yeah. together. And then you hunt all that progeny and you find something in there that you like. Maybe you find junk and you didn't like any of it and you start again. That happens. That still happens to me um, regularly. Uh, <laughs> but I run a lot of beans. You, yeah, you run a lot of beans. You And then now you found this thing that you created. It's it's completely yours. Like you're the only one that has this. Yeah, you use something from Soulfire. Yeah, you use something from whoever over here and you put it together. But now you made this one thing. Now you can take this thing and put it with other cool things that you like. And then once you've done it long enough, you'll have made so much of your own stuff. You could start to build. But yeah, there's a lot of guys out there like, oh, this is cool here. This is cool. Let's put them together. I have no pictures. I've never grown any of it. Here you go. Give me a million dollars. Yeah. And and by the way, I, I totally get it. There are small uh, breeders out there that, uh, you know, they're just getting started. They're learning their craft. Um, they are trying to, you know, do do the work and put in the time and all of that. Um, but I guess for me, what I'm trying to say is from the perspective of a seed buyer, uh, mm. you know, people ask me all the time about, you know, for a tip, like, you know, Hey, you know, what should I buy? Or like, how do I find good seeds? And one of the, what I'm trying to call attention to is, you know, look for a breeder that is in touch with the community because the community is kind of what regulates that. So the, that's the filter for the crap <laughs> and the hype. You know what I mean? It's easy yep. to it's easy to blow stuff out on Instagram and make it look nice, but man, when you see the breeders that have a community, a lot there's a the good ones have a Discord like yourself, and there are people who are helping, you know, test it, providing feedback, and um, you know, that's what's driving the the lines and stuff forward. It's not like I said before because it's something that's going to be more commercially profitable, and you know, in the age of uh, you know, things getting more and more. Uh, let, let's say bigger, 
uh, in cannabis, bigger brands and so forth. Man, that home grow is so important. And the thing that's going to keep the home grow around is are, are the communities of growers, right? I mean, those are the yeah. people that need to stick together and make sure that we can all still grow at home. And I don't have to buy yeah. something from a dispensary if I don't want to. I can just make my own for whatever 100%. reason, for whatever reason. Yeah. And there's no shade to to dispensaries or people that buy pot from dispensaries. That's there's, you know, th that it is what it is. There's a place for that. I mean, not everybody can or wants to grow, grow pot at home. And as, as far as me and, and Soulfire, the company, yeah, I, I mean, we focus in 100% on our community. Um, that's the base. Yeah. And then, and then that, you know, that home grower, that guy that's growing, at home, because honestly, I find from the the best pot is grown at home with love. Yeah, the best 100%. pot is the the connoisseur pot, which goes back to what you know. I'm trying to grow the, I'm trying to breed and create the best pot in the world. Yes, and I feel like the the place that I can find that is probably in your tent. Yeah, one hundred percent, brother. It, that is just the answer that you will always find the best weed from that person who's into it, um, has been doing it for a while and has the good genetics and just uh, the love needs to be there. And the small scale needs to be there. You can say that same thing about an awful lot of products that we consume, whether it's a beverage, uh, like a fine whiskey or champagne or something, um, or wine or, you know, any kind of agricultural product is like that. And so that's kind of you know how I see it. And it's great that, you know, there are still some breeders around that are focusing on that, which is sort of just passion for the plant, just the ultimate in quality and ease to grow. Again, I don't mean to slat, you know, I don't mean to say anything bad about commercial operations, but let's be honest, there's a, it's different. It's a different set of goals. And so when you're breeding for you know, commercial success, you are going to approach it differently and you are going to select differently That's versus right. the people at home where, for example, I have stuff that I run that, man, it, it doesn't yield a whole lot, but it's so amazingly delicious that I don't care. It's, it's, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to make money on it, but man, it's just, it is the ultimate for me. It's just my favorite, favorite thing. And so, well, unfortunately, those guys that are in the commercial game, they're playing a game that is really hard, if not impossible, to win. The 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 rules aren't really set up for you. The rules aren't set up for you to win and 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 become this big, huge company or or really at least here where I live. Um, I and I don't think in Colorado either. Like the way that they've set it up, you know they 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 sold they sold you a bag. They sold you some goods, and, and you know. It's just not what it was made out to be in the start. They gutted medical. They took so, away. They tried to kill the culture. What? And to, there's what, only a few, few of us that are going to be able to keep that a, a, around. And that's the guys that are growing it at home. I, I haven't checked in in a while in terms of what's happening in Washington State. But can you just kind of give us an update on what's happening? Did, did they get rid of REC and they got rid of home grow? Do I remember that correctly? Yeah. I mean, they basically, they like we were... Us, uh, the West Coast was the tip of the spear where it comes to medical in the start. We had a vibrant medical community here. It was great. That's where so many cool things were created. So many breeders have come out of just uh, uh, Seattle and Washington State. I, I can name tons right off the top of my head, right? Lots of stoners um, up there, always have been. 
always have been, right? We had a huge hemp fest that we have every year, just this vibrant community, grow stores where you would come in and you would meet people and talk, talk with people. There's always that guy in the line that would tell you that whatever you're about to buy is crap and he knows everything, <laughs> but it was worth it. Like you would go in there and you, would, you know, you'd meet all these different guys. Um, and that's just all gone, right? They, they, they gutted that. They killed it for money. And, and the way that they did it where they, no vertical integration. The 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 producer can't be the the uh, retailer, so, so you can't dumb. even si- yeah 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 you can't even sell your your product to the market. Now you're at the you know you're at the whim of the retailer, and they basically make all the money, and they just tell you to bend the knee. Yep. And if they don't like what you say, then they 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 decide whether you're on the shelf or not. Yep. So those you know those gardens are closing down left and right. You know, guys will, are trying to give away licenses and get away from it and run. And the investors have run because there's no money in it. There's just no money in it. So, so, it, what, yeah. so what is the medical scene like? Is it like super Dead. easy to get a card or no? Yeah, you could get a card, but it's it's not, not like it, it used to be. Nah. Yeah. So it, care. W- would you yeah. say that it, has it just kind of reverted to free market? Because I don't see people in Washington not smoking weed anymore. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. And and the and the and the culture and the, the home growers are in hiding. And yeah. And the, and you can go to the store and get some booth. Man, that's awful. That's given it. that it was legal for how long was it legal to grow? It was a number of years, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, and just we the, started our medical started in like 98. The idea and, that it was taken away is just like really, really disturbing. Yep. Through lies, through lies, through saying, you know, like, oh, it's, we're not, we're not going to take away medical. We're not going to do this. And now what do you get? You get, you don't have to pay tax, I guess, if you're a medical patient. I don't know. It's do you, crap. Do you have any sense on, so presumably it was making money because they were making tax dollar revenue on, on sales. So do you have any sense of like what's behind sort of the, the movement or the change in policy to get away from it and make it harder and harder? Oh, I don't know, but I know that we got a lot, a law on the, uh, on the ballot right now, or they're trying to pass where, you know, you gotta be 25, 25 uh, years old for consumption. 25. Any, yeah. Yeah. And for anything that's over 35% THC. So I mean, I think that right there will probably be the nail in the in the recreational coffin wow. in, in Washington State if they if they were to let that pass. Um, but that, yeah, I mean, I see I see grows just getting crushed every day here. Um, there are some really good uh, grows that I work with. I work with Nomads here. We do a lot of work with them there, and the the reason I work with them is because they're micro. It's one guy and his partner that wakes up at four thirty in the morning and are there till. 5.30 in the afternoon every day just to grow this small batch, all soul fire uh, pot. And if they were any bigger than that, or if they wanted to add hundreds of lights or bring in huge investors, I would bounce and not deal with them because the quality would go down, Yeah, um, you know, and, and their heart is in it. You know, any guy that wakes up at 4.30 in the morning to go and, and tend his garden um, and grows the fire that they do, uh, you know, do you, they're, they're, they're on the same page as I am. Have you seen uh, a lot of growers relocating like out of state to- Oh, know? yeah. They all bounce to Oklahoma. Okay. okay. Is Oklahoma still the destination? <laughs> I mean, I think so. When I go do shows down there, I run into all these transplants 
like every time I'm down there in Oklahoma, I'm like, like last time I was there, I was, you know, uh, talking with this guy. Uh, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm from, you know, I'm from Seattle. I just moved down here. I got a huge farm and da, 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 da. so, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that is. There's a lot of it in Oklahoma. They have a whole big scene and, you know, it's interesting because that's really built up over the last few years. And, um, yeah. you know, I, re- I remember those days where people were posting on Instagram, like, uh, Oh, hey, I'm moving to Oklahoma. You can register and get a license for uh, $2,000 as long yep. as it's before, what is it, December, you know, December 1st or whatever. And uh, yeah, we had some buddies that moved out there just just for that. Two grand, got a license, and they were off to the races. Yeah, yeah. And I don't blame them. You know what I mean? Like, if it's your passion, you got to find where you can do what you got to do. But maybe eventually, as time goes on, everything has to evolve. Just like, I'm sure, alcohol, when they legalized that out of prohibition, I'm sure it didn't just you know, go along smoothly. No. Um, it, well, the, <laughs> funny, the part that's funny is that uh, this playbook, at least of what I'm hearing is it's very similar to the, uh, after, uh, prohibition stuff where, uh, that's why we had three, two beer. So instead of having quote unquote real beer, which is usually five or 6% when they brew it, um, they, they only would allow 3.2% ABV and that's why it's wow. called three, two beer. And that's what was legal for the longest time in the United States up until sort of the craft stuff started happening. And another thing that they did was almost exactly the same is that they separated uh, the industry so that there was no vertical integration. So you had a producer, a distributor, and a retailer, and you could not be more than one of those at the same time. So one thing that that does is is it builds in a middleman, which basically just jacks up the price. Exactly. And And the other thing is, you know, coming at it from a buyer or consumer's perspective, um, man, the ever the people who are really into it want to go uh, just like a craft uh, brewery or a distillery and, you know, buy it from the maker, which is, you know, for a sort of a, a, a slightly processed or non- unprocessed uh, agricultural product makes complete sense. We shouldn't have to have a distributor to no. handle the product and get it to you. It just grows, you know. But uh, anyway, well, I mean, we'll see what happens as as time goes on. Like. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I, I try to remain positive. I try not to get too negative about anything uh, in particular. I'm still going to do what I do uh, no matter what. It, I mean, whether it, it, it wouldn't matter if nobody wanted to grow Soul Fire and it, it was just me doing it for me or or if everybody loved it or whether it was legal or it's not or this or that. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, in 1996, uh, it was extremely illegal. <laughs> we didn't yeah. even have carbon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't even have carbon filters. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so is it like, so do you feel like it's that illegal now? Is there? Nah, I don't well, think anybody cares in Washington. There's really not like, like a, so even though you don't have rec and the license and stuff, there isn't really a big interest in spending money on uh, targeting cannabis growers. Oh, no, bro. They, they can't even solve murders here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can't. They can't solve murders. Here. They have bigger. Yeah, and imagine the like the meths. They're probably a little bit bigger. Oh too. yeah, the fentanyl and the meth are horrible. It's horrible. So yeah, they they that's it's the lowest priority as it should be. Yeah, and um, yeah, they don't. They're not really messing with anybody over that. I mean, uh, okay, yeah, no, okay. They, so, so it's not ideal, but at least if you're looking for a silver lining, they're not going after people. Uh, so. Oh, they have they have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, and don't have enough cops to even fry those fish. So, um, so does that mean, does that mean that? Uh, so, is the cannabis culture still pretty strong in Washington State? Like, still a lot of people that that want to smoke. Do you see people wearing you know weed related like pot leaves on their clothing and stuff around? Or 
Well, here's here's the thing. Everybody smokes pot in in Washington. It's it's a hundred percent normalized, at least from socially. my point of view. Socially, yeah, socially it's completely normalized. Completely normalized. Um, I would say, like, if I talk to somebody, I can I can tell them what I do, and I don't have to feel like. I'm like some cool. Yeah. Like you're, like you're, you're a criminal, right? Yeah. They yeah. look at it with interest and they, ah, oh, you know, that's, that's awesome. Or this that's is, you know, dope, this bro. is cool. And yeah, in fact, my, my mailman walked up, um, you know, I was just, we were just getting through like, uh, creating like the Phoenix forge cards. Did she put any of those in the box for you? Uh, yeah, sure yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. These, these guys right so, here. Yeah, that's right. The booster pack right there. Yeah, these are dope. I, I will tell you, uh, we were all impressed <laughs> by these. It's five cards and three seeds. Yeah, yeah. We can that's talk cool. about how those work. But so I was coming out of the house and um, I was walking to my car. Me and my son were walking to my car and the mailman uh, came up, you know, he's coming down the sidewalk and he was like, soul fire. I said, what? <laughs> I turned around, I looked at him and I said, what? And he was like, yeah, you're soul fire, right? And I was like, uh, mm. ah. Yeah, I don't know. Am I? What do you got in that box right there, bro? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. And uh, he's like, no, bro. You know, I grow your Bahama peel. It makes the best, uh, you know, concentrate and da, 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 and, and all this stuff. And he was like, just jacked. Like I could tell oh, in his wow. face, like he was like genuinely jacked. So I was like, all right, maybe this isn't a setup. I was like, you know what, bro? And I reached in my pocket. I had one of those, the first <laughs> booster packs ever made. I was like, bro, these are for you, man. Aww. Thanks for even, thanks for rocking with me, bro. I didn't even know. And he was like, and he was stoned too. I don't want to tell on the mailman, but his eyes were fucking pow. He was, I was like, bro, you're high right now. <laughs> but <laughs> not, yeah, it was great. So not uh, that I it's hundred percent normalized here. Not that I have a lot of male person friends, but the ones that I do have, they all smoke weed. They must. Yeah. Well, they can't in they Washington. One cool thing is they passed a law. You can't drug test in Washington for weed. Well, that's cool. What an interesting set of like parameters where like you don't have rec, you don't really have medical, you can't really get a license, but then nobody cares. Everybody is cool with smoking and nobody cares. if you Yeah. Drive. All your neighbors don't care. Like if, if your yard smells like pot or something like that, they're just like, nobody gives a, nobody cares here like that. That's excellent. So yeah, your neighbor would be more, more apt to either come and ask you for some or depending on the neighborhood, rob you. So uh, <laughs> uh, I got to be careful. Yeah. yeah hopefully yeah, you course. live in a place where your neighbors share. Yeah. That's awesome. I love yeah, it. I mean, everybody's, all my neighbors are great. So that's uh, cool. Are you, have you yeah. always been in Washington state or have you always been growing in Washington state? I have. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. Born and raised. Cool. Um, so, Hey, you know, um, I wanted to ask you uh, again, people uh, will ask me for seed recommendations and sure. I know you have some real banger strains and like without going into super long family trees or anything can you kind of like just recap like pretend you're uh of someone that's new to soul fire and you know i'm looking for um just give me kind of the just basics like how would i choose i think you sent uh there's a few over here and they do have descriptions on the pack so i don't want to say that 100 they don't have good description or anything but if you can give us a little bit more information about your sort of main main lines. I think uh, a lot of people would find that interesting. Yeah. So, um, what I would do, what I, what I recommend to anybody, and this is a, if I'm at a show or, or somebody just comes up and is like, yeah, so far, you know, I've never grown, never grown you before. What do you recommend? Well, the first thing I always say is join the discord. Um, because there's 15, 
14,000 uh, active users in there. And you can just simply go up into the right-hand corner, hit the little <laughs> magnifying glass and search. And you could search for different strains. If you, may, if you may know like a strain name or something like that, or just hop in the chat and just be like, hey, you know, I'm brand new. And all these people are going to pop right out and and try to help you. Just I to ask read- about like, you know, what, 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 what is this one like? Like that yep, kind of stuff? Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like in our Discord community, we're, it is, how do I explain it? We're so close. Um, you know, I said there's 14,000 people in there, but that's 14,000 of my friends. I know their pets. I know what they do for a living. I talk to them every day. We Every morning, there's probably, I don't even know, a thousand good mornings. It's crazy in there, right? And also our moderation team is super strong where it's like, we are there for one purpose, and that is to grow the best pot. If you are there for any other purpose, that's whether it's to sell your things, yeah. try to try to push some sort of uh, political agenda, or just troll. You're going to be out of there so quick, uh, you won't even don't even come because you're just we find you and get get you out of yeah. there. Yeah, you got to clean um, house, man. I hate to say it, but you you got to do it. Yeah, no, I mean we. The one thing that we have in common with absolutely everybody in that in that Discord is that we're all there to do the same thing, and that is to be the best or get better at what we're doing. And we see that we see guys come in, and I see their grows. And no offense, I look at them. I'm like, oh, it's a little rough right now. But give them two months, three months in the Discord, these guys are growing like pros, and that's because of the community. That's not me. I'm a busy guy. I'm in the garden. I'm doing all this stuff. That's everybody rallying around them and lifting them up together. Yeah. So first thing, if you want to grow a soul fire strain, I would say join the discord and get active with the community and start and start talking to them. If I had to like literally single out some that I think that will crush uh, Bahama Berry, we always recommend that that's, you're going to find a winner in there. The FX3 uh, grab that. There's nothing but winners in there. I think it's the closest I've ever gotten in science. There is no hundred percent. There's no perfect score. I think this is the closest I've ever gotten to something like that. Um, And it just depends on like what flavors you're looking for, because when I build a line, I'm trying to create many different flavors within that line. I don't want it all to taste or, or smell or be so close and, and so similar. And that's why it's hard to do when you use the same parent for, for the entire, just cross it to all the popular clones. Yeah, when you when you're creating that line, you have to. I try to make it individual, like each one is different from from the next, and that's yeah. that's a hard feat um, to do. So, are the are your lines kind of like um, I don't know? I would say genre or something, but like, do you have like a like? Hey, if I'm looking for something really gassy, like what do you have? Yeah, so like in, with gas, we have like our gas guzzler or. Or our green is really popular for that for that gas. I try to add something that's going to be gassy if I can pull it off in that in that breeding in, in each line. Sometimes it's just uh, you know the it, it just doesn't work. Sometimes if we're doing a super can like if something's really candy, it might be or a lot of Z in it, it might be hard to to get that gas in there. But gotcha. Um, this yeah, skittles you, are you talking about? What's that now? Did, were you referring to the skittles? Uh, yeah, when I talk about Z, it, yeah, I, I had not heard that before. Is it's difficult to combine that with like gas kind of terps? Is it just uh, dominant? No, or? no, definitely not. But like in our hood candies, a lot of those were sweet, um, more, more candy flavors. 
So to get like that true old school, like OG gas, like that, that LA uh, flavor without the extra candy sweetness in there, where you're just looking for that straight, straight pipe of gas, that might be harder, you know? Gotcha. Um, Whereas you can see that like in our trap truffles, um, which is part of the hood candies, that, that one was set apart from that. And that one was straight gas with that white truffle in there. That was just straight gas. Gotcha. So, okay. So yeah, we, do you have a lot of, uh, I mean, is th- a lot of it has to do, I guess, with what people like too, but um, I mean, oh, ba- Bahama mama or Bahama berry, sorry, is oh, uh, yeah. definitely like in the fruit realm, right? Fruit realm and extremely easy to grow. Like it's like no drama at all. And it's, everything is, is a banger. You know what I mean? Like you really, it's really hard to sound to sounds up. like an a- excellent entry point uh into entry your work. yeah yeah exactly. and then oh the other ones here you know what what would be cool is because I'm we're gonna give these away uh is it you could just tell me really quick uh so I've got shot caller here oh yeah 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 there's it looks like it sounds like this a Don one? mega Don oh. mega cross so you're gonna get really potent sweet putrid gym sock funk yeah, it's something you got to be into. If you're not into that, it All might right. not be for you. Immediately, okay. I just went nice. Uh, and then we have the the utter madness, and this right, one and that is... was the backbone for that was the backbone for the utter madness line. And that, that, that that's in, the culmination of that is the FX three. Yes, At, utter madness is in the FX three. Okay, and then we also have a gas nana, which is uh-huh. banana runs and and Gary. Yes. And that's, that's continuing on our banana runs that was really popular. Um, and that's just like an evolutionary step of that. Uh, yeah. Was your, and now was it black banana was Uh the sort of predecessor to that was a big banger too, right? Yep. That's, that's kind of where we started. And, you know, that's another thing that I'll say, um, for those aspiring breeders or, or breeders that want to get into it. Um, you know, the way that, Mike does it the way that I do it is, is we use a lot of our own things that we make, you know, every once in a while we'll reach out and we'll pull something else in. Yeah. But most of the crosses are from our own stuff. Like if you want to create your own line, put your own signature on something, you need to use your own things. Right. So that is a really important aspect that I think a lot of like maybe new breeders, just maybe they didn't get that lesson or they didn't get that, that somebody didn't tell them that. And I'm telling you that, that if you're trying to create something unique, if you're, my goal is yes, to grow the best, to create some of the best pot in the world. But also when you look at a strain that is a soul fire strain, I want you to be able to look at it without even somebody telling you that that's a soul fire strain and say, that was bred by soul fire. Well, how do you know? Because the signature through his breeding, through his selection over a decade, yeah, I can tell. I can tell that's his plant. Look at all the pink in it. Look at the look at the knobbiness of it. Look at the foxtails and look at this and that. That's soul fire. You don't even got to tell me. That's, that's my goal. Mode. That should be every breeder's goal. For sure, man. That sounds cool. I uh, I have some just because we're we're humming along here and talking about your lines. I do have a few questions for you from uh, the DGC. Um, I'm just going to try to read them as best I can here. First one comes from Wizard Weed. And um, Wizardweed wants to know, what are the main things you are looking for for a keeper? What can someone like myself, home grower, do to make my own halfway decent genetics? So I heard you start to answer that already. Um, sure. 
But um, what, what are you looking for when when you're looking for a keeper? Is there, do you have something in mind or are there any like tips you can give as far as things that help you make your selection besides, you know, the old stem rub or? Yeah. So, well, the stem rub is important, but. Uh, <laughs> but I agree. But, I agree. But, you know, everybody <laughs> says that. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah. It really depends on what. Yeah. What I'm trying to create. Sometimes like if I'm, you know, working with something that's banana maybe i'm looking for a certain certain style of banana um it, it's really individual for the project um or what we're selecting for and and i guess another thing is there's so much good pot out there there's so much beautiful flowers and and this and that it has to be more than that it can't just be pretty it can't just be this or that. It can't just, it has to almost be the full package every time when you're selecting. So you have to not be afraid to throw plants away. Even plants that maybe a few years ago you would have held on to, even plants that are pretty cool. Not that good enough doesn't today. make a keeper. Not good enough today. Not good enough today. There's too that, much good, good, like you said, there's just too much incredible yeah. genetics good going around. Good is not good enough. Exceptional yeah. is okay exceptional can be a keeper, but good is just not enough. And, and I think if you live kind of by those rules and and follow your own heart and follow the things that you like, because again, the things that you like might not be the things that I like, might not be the things that you like, you know what I mean? It has to be individual to you. That's, what's going to make it cool. That's, what's going to, that being true to that is what's going to show in your work. Uh, in my opinion, if yeah, yeah. that's what, it, yeah. that's what makes it art. That's what makes it art. Yeah. But but just to add a like a so most most breeders though like if you have a project at the beginning of the project you usually have some uh, idea or goal. So I'll give you an example. Like uh, I have a I have a sour dub uh, clone that I just absolutely love. It's my favorite strain to run, and it does not yield. It just doesn't. Um, and so for me, if I and I'm not a breeder, but if I were, I would want that exact plant but I would want it to be sort of a little bit bigger of a frame, like just a larger, faster grower. And I would want it to yield more, but there are other plants where I will taste it. And the only thing that I care about is, is that flavor. And I want to like do something with that flavor. So my question is what brings you inspiration? Um, or is there an inspiration for you to, to, you know, work on a line like, man, I really like banana, but I don't, I still haven't got like the banana I want, or I'm just kind of curious if you could share with us any of your sort of inspirations. Like, like I said, for me, it would be uh, a heavier yielding sour dub. Oh, it sounds <laughs> like you got, it sounds like you got a perfect, uh, uh, a thing to go after there. And I mean, honestly, what you're talking about right there is something that I do, uh, regularly, like, um, I'll write that stuff down. And then I'll, I'll kind of think about like, what, what do we have that we can pair this with to maybe bulk it up, but not lose that smell. Because if we lose the smell, then it's over. Or if we lose that taste, it, you know, that it, it's over. I think one thing that I really will rule a plant out very quickly is if, um, if the flavor doesn't transfer in the smoke and in the palate, right? So there's a lot of pot that smells great, looks amazing. But when you smoke it, it just tastes like pot. Yeah. And again, that's just good. That's not exceptional. Yeah. Right. It's not that's just good. Anymore. That's nothing wrong with that. Um, and there's plenty of stuff out there that just tastes like pot. But honestly, 
I need to have a little bit of flavor in the nose and in the exhale that just lingers there for a minute. That's what makes it different. That's what sets it apart. To me, that's what makes it special. So we need, you know, as we're trying to evolve the, the, the breeding game, you know, I've heard this, some, somebody said, I've heard it before where they're like, well, there's, there's just really nothing more to make. I mean, the plant's already gotten to where, where it can be like everything's just fire now. Like it doesn't, and that is the most ignorant comment. I, I was going to say, like, to me, that sounds like, you know, everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah, that's, right? the most, that's the most ignorant comment I've ever heard. You think that we're at the end of the evolution no. of, of no. growing and breeding cannabis? Uh-uh. That breaks my heart when I hear something as ignorant as that. It'll that never... is what we're trying to, we're trying to create different. We're trying to create, you know, something that stands apart. We're just getting started. Every- we're just getting started. And every day I'm watching and listening, you know, because there's these rare times when people out there find things that are outside the norm. And then the community gets a hold of it and they're like, oh, wait a minute, this thing is amazing. And we haven't had one for a really long time. Um, I think partially just because of the gutting of medical and a, a lot of growers are just at home. I, I would imagine amazing cuts have been thrown away. <laughs> they just, they, oh, they grow. Hundred yeah. percent. They grow their four seeds in their in their plant or whatever they're allowed to at home. They don't really have the means to keep the cuts or anything like that. Yeah. They they grow it. They one and done it and smoke it with the homies, and that was it. And hey, I have friends like that too. They've got a, yeah, a really hefty okay. seed collection, and they like more seeds than they could ever possibly grow. And for them, <laughs> um, like they just don't really. They're not into keeping keepers. They just want to keep running a new pack and it's exciting for them to just not know what's going to, what's going to come. And I'm a little, I like to edge my bed a little bit more, if I'm going to put all the time into growing, you know, like just for myself, uh, I I definitely want to come out with something that's just unbelievable that I can't get anywhere else. Otherwise there's to me, there's not a whole lot of point doing it, but anyways, uh, let me get, uh, I got a couple more here. Uh, the next one is from get in the pool 27. And this one is kind of a combo, uh, compliment and question. So, uh, let me just read uh, through this here. I told you, okay. we have some, we have some folks that have grown your stuff out and, uh, yeah, I get good reports. So here, here's one of them. Uh, I've grown several Soulfire strains and they're the most colorful and frosty beasts. I've damn near beaten them to death. I'm interested in strain effects because they describe the flavors and colors really well, but I like more uplifting stuff. I've won several packs on his discord. Shout out. Uh, nice. And I do have one Bahama berry currently in flower that has been deformed since birth and it's growing crazy flowers that he might be interested in. Lal could be a unicorn. So I wonder if you have any comment on that. Like, have you seen any sort of, you know, outliers that have that trait or anything? Well, I will, I will say that in that Bahama and our Bahama mama, every here and there, you can see a weird mutant or a weird, uh, plant pop up. Uh, that just happens, right? In nature. And I've grown a ton of them and they're, uh, a few of them are very, very cool. I'd love to see uh, whatever he's found. He can always DM me or just tag me in the discord and say, Hey, I, you know, I put a question on the, on the show and, and this is what I found. Uh, Cause I am interested in whatever unicorn you found for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I have heard that from uh, some other breeders where, you know, you got to keep an eye on the runs as much as you want to get rid of them. A lot of times they turn out to be really bangers. So, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't call the runs. I don't, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I try not to, I've, I've kind of, 
steeled myself against um, throwing away plants early. I've I've really regretted that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like, yeah, don't don't trash yeah. it too early because you sometimes you got to give it a little more time. But uh, yeah, anyways, so, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah. get in the pool. Uh, you know, hop over on the Discord and uh, don't be afraid to DM and uh, get an answer. Uh, I'm gonna move on to the next one from Crawdaddy. Just harvested the Bahama berry. A friend gifted me, and she was not just beautiful, but had the best strawberry gas taste I've found. Wasn't really a big strawberry guy until this strain. How many days do they typically flower, and what are the parents? Right. So, yeah, the Bahama berry uses our Bahama mama with the strawberry. And this strawberry, I've been using it, uh, and I love it. I love the way that it breeds. It, it brings the flower time down. It adds color. And with that Bahama, it made this like vanilla, like beautiful purple smells, um, beautiful purple color with these strawberry smells. But, um, you know, I've just been chasing this strawberry to try to find my end all with it so I could just retire it. And that's where the FX, the FX3 has finally retired that strawberry for me. We won't be using it again. We'll be using FX3 from here on out. Okay, cool. Um, so that's kind of like, it just shows you like when I'm a dog with a bone and I, I find something I really love and, and we're working it in lines. And then once we find something, we're just like, wow, this is finally, I think we've, you know, transcended. We've done it. it. We've done it. Let's try we've something done else. It. We've I done totally it for now. I can appreciate <laughs> then, that. Yeah. And then, and then, um, and then we move on. But, uh, uh, first of all, his friend is awesome for giving him a pack of Bahama Bay. So <laughs> So definitely think his, his quality friends, friends quality friends. Um, and so his question, like how flower many, time? Yeah. How many days do they typically, typically flower? You know, I always tell people 63 days is a, is a great flower time. Um, but honestly, with anything that has that, that particular strain, you could get away with 48 to 56. Really? Some, I've seen it. One. Yeah. I've seen yeah, I've and, seen them finish. FX3 is the same way. Done at like 52, 53 for a lot of folks. The, the, in, that, in that test, in that grow off, those, those guys were finishing at like 52. Okay. Is the, the strawberry, is that from that, that come, that's a root or a, the story goes, is, is that the one it, it's like somebody in, I want to say it's Vermont or something, but grew outside in their strawberry patch for years. And no, no, no. So this, not, not like that. This, no, this plant right here came from a grower in uh, Northern Cal. Uh, his name's Pure Melt. He's mostly in the in the concentrate. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he brought that plant, or he brought a couple nugs to the booth um, at a at a high time show, long time ago, years ago, way yeah. before COVID, back when high time shows were cool. And he like Mike. It was Mike's booth. He Mike broke it open. He smelled it. And he was like, Whoa, he's like this. Like he was, the, the kid was showing one nug, but the other nug was the one that we, you know, we were interested in. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Didn't know what he is, had. Yeah. Didn't know. And, and he was like, you know, Mike was like, Hey, you know, I'll give you some packs. Go, you know, if you bring me this cut, brings him the cut. Um, and then he, you know, I took it home to my garden and Mike had a bunch of different shit going on at the time. I was just loading up for a test. I was like, yeah, give it to me. You know, I'll, I'll run it. I run it and I'm getting there about day 48, 50. And I call him up. I'm like, X, bro, this thing is crazy. I was like, this is a wild, <laughs> wild plant. Um, I was like, you got to, 
you gotta, you know, you gotta work with this. Uh, I'm definitely gonna work with it. And yeah. And then Mike ended up losing that plant. I was the only one with it for a minute there. And, and that, that guy that lost it, he also, uh, or that guy that gave it to Mike, he lost it as well. He didn't have it anymore. And he, he hit me up on, on Instagram. He's in Humboldt. And, uh, he was like, Hey bro, I, I know you got the, the, the strawberry plant, which is, which is a mimosa plant. Uh, it just is very unique. It's outside. doesn't smell like any type of orange at all. It's huh. all fake candy strawberry and it, uh, it washes very, very well. Right. The FX3, we just washed it and that it came back 4.5%. Um, so it's just, it's an amazing washer. And so, you know, he hit me up and I was like, oh yeah, pure milk, bro. You, I, you're gonna i'll send it to you whatever you want like come get it it's your plant you found it i mean uh it's yours and he was like bro i'm i'm hopping in the truck i'm gonna drive <laughs> i'll be right there <laughs> yeah as soon as i said bro come get it it's yours i you know? I, I can relate to that yeah he's like he's like uh me and my dad are hopping in the truck we'll see you in uh 12 hours seven hours or whatever it was oh, man, from humble to awesome. seattle he pulled up and he got it right back um so we yeah. share your cuts kids yeah shout out Shout out to uh, to to Pure Melt and 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 uh, the original breeder of that uh, strawberry would be awesome. See, uh, symbi- I mean, symbiotic. So that's that's another thing that makes your beans cool because like nobody else has that. It's not like a cut that circulates, and that's no. that's really nifty, man. That that's quality stuff. That's what it should be. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. All right. I got a I got a couple of just short ones here. Uh, Mountain Matt. Wants to know, uh, I would like to know if he specifically breeds for the candy terps. I haven't ran a ton of his stuff, but every variety I have grown out has a unique candy taste. Um, sometimes I do like, uh, in the, in the Don Mega line, you, that's definitely not present. It's more of, uh, a foot funk funk. Yeah. I've had the Don <laughs> Mega F2s. I, I want to say, yeah. and yeah, uh, no, no, candy, no, no candy, no candy. It was strong no though, bro. Yeah. That's the thing I yeah. remember about that strain, by the way, is it was powerful. Yeah, I just, I just uh, uh, made some Don Mega Femmes, so people are always asking me. They're like, "Oh, you should make some Don Mega Femmes." And it's a, uh, it's a stoner a strain, bro. It, like, it's got the yeah. power that you're looking for. Yeah, it does. Right? A, I mean, it, it has all those things, right? Like, it's it's heavy hitter, uh, huge, huge yields. Guys love it. Um, it's it's. Yeah, just strong pot, strong smell. It just checks all these boxes. It's been with us from the very start. We yeah. use it all the time. Um, That's a proven one, it. you guys. It's a proven. Yeah, it's a proven one. Proven crusher. Uh, anytime I go down to like Oregon, I see it in a lot of the dispensaries here in Washington. I see it in a lot of the dispensaries. Uh, constantly get asked for it. But cool. Uh, I, I have bred some um, specifically like for candy. So like the, the Hood Candies line was a more candy thing. Um, but I try to, I don't try to do not, not for all of it. I got you. No. Okay, cool. And, uh, last one from our, our crew, uh, Soto wants to know if you test, uh, for HLVD, uh, when you're making beans. Yeah. So anything that comes into our facility or anything that comes in, um, into our indoor orbit definitely gets tested before we, before we make anything with it. And then a lot of the, um, things that I use are, are originate with me. So like I said, they've never been circulated. So you're not yeah, really worried about it. Yeah. I don't give cuts away Yeah, <laughs> to get gotcha. a cut from me. I mean, me and Mike getting a cut from us is like, it doesn't happen. <laughs> we don't do it. 
we don't sell cuts. Uh, I've seen oh, man. that's grandpa. Yeah, yeah. So I've seen that's that. a big thing with like um, breeders lately. They're transitioning to this this selling cuts, and no shade to them, but for me, that's not it. Um, there's no fun in that. The f- the fun is you taking some beans, popping it, and finding what you like. Um, not what not what I like or not what exactly I having like the exact do. same thing. Yeah, I do feel you there. I can see it both ways. On one end. Man, I sure don't want to have this. When I hang out with my friends, I don't want to be busting out the same nugs that they have. That's no fun. Yeah. That's, cool. that's the number one for me. But at the same time, I want to share my cuts with them so that when I fuck up and I, I lose one, oh, I can get it back. <laughs> hey, you sharing your cuts with your friends, that's love. Yeah. Uh, selling selling cuts all over the place. I don't know. Especially with this, with the hop laden running around. I yeah. saw, we were at BizCon in Vegas and- you know, I'm not going to name any names, but there's guys showing up looking for people um, because they they got a bunch of clones that really were, like yeah, like they look, uh, like you uh, you torched my fist. Yeah, you no. tell Nick I'm fucking looking for him. That's wow. right. Here, I'm here to break your legs. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and and you know, I feel sorry for those guys. I mean, of course, it's it's your responsibility to make sure you quarantine everything and yeah. and be diligent. Understand that this stuff is out there. Uh, it's lurking, but you should never take cuts from anyone. And if you do, you need to quarantine those and 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 keep those uh, and figure out what's going on. Send them to testing. Testing for uh, hop laden is not expensive. Uh, it is a little intense. You got to get some roots and get some, uh, you know, meristem. You know, you got to do all this stuff um, yeah. to actually test and and test correctly. But you don't want that shit in your garden. And um, yeah, I would never, I would never pass that to someone. Uh, so I would say, just in terms of uh, cannabis community and culture, I'll see if you agree with me. But um, as much if you if you get pests from someone, it's still your fault and your responsibility. You can't get mad for somebody sending you cuts with friends. You have to assume right. that they come with them. You have to. It's just the way it is. And it's the only way to prevent like just people getting all bent and fighting and stuff is that you have to know that going in that there is a chance that you are, you know, getting something by bringing this cut in and it's on you to clean it up, man. Yeah, that's right. If you get plant herpes, you can't call the next day and be like, hey, you gave me plant herpes. No, yeah, exactly. Sorry, so man. I, I always thought the, the STD analogy was very apt in this that's clone, right. <laughs> clone discussion. It's like, look, we all know what it is. Everyone you got to bring safe. your own protection. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't use protection and now you got burned. <laughs> don't go crying about it. That's but right. At uh, the same at the same thing, don't go passing that shit around if you know you got it. Of like, course. Of you? course. Of yeah. course. But but just in general though, just I think the best practice for anybody out there is always assume that it's dirty. Always. And just pop seeds, bro. Or pop, pop seeds. seeds. Pop seeds and don't worry about it. Yeah. Get the FX3. Yeah, that's right. uh, hey, hey, the other be, you will be happy. The other thing I just wanted to quickly talk about is um, I noticed that you are also a podcaster. I did not know that until I was uh, kind of preparing for this show. And um, I noticed that you have that Grow Life with the Bros show up over on Spotify. If you just tell us real quick about that. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. What you guys are doing here is a uh, podcast. What we do is debauchery on there. <laughs> okay. We we don't talk about growing pot very much. It's really, I mean, we do, but not, it's not like the focus of the, of the show. It's really just kind of like a variety show where Mike and I just bullshit. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. People love it. 
Okay, gotcha. It's more of an entertaining kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. Gotcha. Just, uh, okay, okay. I just wanted to set yeah. expectations. I listened to a little bit, but I didn't have a whole lot of time to to go through them. And uh, yeah, so I figured I'd ask you. And yeah, um, we have an anniversary show coming up uh, tomorrow, so we'll be on there. Just yeah, it'll be a crazy one. We we'll give away cool. a ton of stuff. I love to give away seeds. I mean, we give away a ton of seeds. Yeah, same man. It's kind of one of my my things. I just I like to hook people up with seeds, and it's the coolest. If uh, I manage to run into them, you know, six months later and they have some bud from it, it's just the coolest thing. Like, hey, man, check this out. Look what I found. Uh, that's that's super fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys open up? Did you open up your uh, Phoenix Forge pack? Uh, I have. Well, I have this come- box here. Yeah, I, mean, I need you to open that up. Bro. Okay. We're going to need to see what you what you got. I don't know if you ever like played magic the gathering when you were a kid mm, or not so much you're talking about you're, the phoenix you, cards i noticed those trading cards or fiskers in there that's those are oh yeah those are cool yeah I, I give away a ton of those yeah you know, what, I, tell us about the the phoenix how does that work the phoenix cards yeah so open that up and we'll go through it so basically what we did is is last year i don't want to last it. i want to give it to somebody though i'll send you another pack all right okay okay all right those are for you those are for you okay right now um People uh, get mad if I dip into the giveaways, you know. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll they, have they them send get, you out a, a few more packs. We of, will get hate uh, mail. I don't know. Yeah, they get mad. Of, uh, yeah, so you <laughs> haters out there, he said it's okay. This one was for Banner. All right, so, yeah, man, this is super cool, by the way. Uh, I have, uh, I've got five cards here, and then there is a little a little thingy of seeds. What color is the, the uh, puck for the seeds? Purple. Ooh, you got an epic. That's an epic puck right there. I have a gas nana, uh, banana runs, and Gary. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's an epic puck. So, yeah, those those okay. gas nana seeds are 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 low. We don't have very many of them. They're they're rare, um, and th- that's a rare puck to get. So everything in the Phoenix oh, yes. Phoenix Forge is done on on rarity. So last January <laughs> um, we started this. Every month we make ten cards. Okay, they're all. The cards are just things that have to do with the Soulfire universe. Um, it could be, uh, you know, the get down. In our, what's that? Yeah, this that's one the, of our strains. This is the get down. We have angry yeah. Canadian. That's one of our. <laughs> that's awesome. We also have powdery mildew. That must be a bad oh, card. That's that's one that you can play against someone. You can you can throw some powdery mildew in the garden, which isn't isn't okay. necessarily nice. And then the last one I have is Baba Duke. There you go. Yep, that's one of our original strains. <laughs> awesome. So, so what do yeah. I do with these cards, man? Do I just collect them yeah. and trade them, or what do I do? Well, it's it's a collectible game. It's the only thing that you can openly trade in our Discord. Um, and it's uh, a game that you can play. So you have a Gardener card and 30, 30 cards in your deck. So you have okay. a Gardener card and 30 cards. And then you can battle with your friend um, and, and try to defeat them. And... There's other cool things that you can get in there, like Lucky Phoenix Forge cards. You didn't get one in there, but they pop up from here and there. That'll give you like a, a free box set or a buy one, get one, Ooh, free shipping. Diff- yeah, different stuff like that will have a code on it that you can redeem on the website for different goodies. And then, um, and yeah, and then there's there's uh, the puck with the seeds in it. They're color-coded. So just like some video games like World of Warcraft or other games where, yeah. you know, white white will, will denote common green is uncommon blue is rare uh purple is epic and then orange would be legendary um there's a legendary puck that's hard to get um obviously and it's though that strain you can only find in the booster packs okay so 
That yeah, sounds fun, should. man. So uh, these are fems. They are. Yeah. I'm gonna pop these, bro. Yeah, you, you should. Got, those you are got, you those got are me amazing. excited. I, I'm 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 cashing in the and you the and you just started your Phoenix Forge collection right there. Awesome. All right, I'm winning. Grambo, you're going to need to catch up and you need to get some cards so we can play. Oh, I'm loving this branding. <laughs> I'm loving it. Awesome. You're yeah, a smart man, soul fire. Smart man. We're, thank you. We're going to give uh, this stuff out, share it out with the patrons. Um, yeah, go ahead and give away some Phoenix Forge packs too and I'll get them out to you tomorrow. Okay, awesome, dude. And then um, what are, I noticed that there are packs in boxes and packs that are in packs. Is there a difference? Sure. Uh, yeah, it could be. Are you talking about like a soft pack? Yeah, so I have some soft packs, and then I have these look really like fancy and like really nice, man. Like this, uh, uh, uh this Miami, what is it? Miami Madness kind of caught my eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's amazing, too. So, so those, if it's in the, if it's in the hard box, that's going to be our standard six pack. And if it's in the soft pack, that's a three pack. Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. So now I know when I give, they give it away and, Somebody opens a three pack and they don't yell at me because they only got three. That's right. All right. So, uh, man, do we I, put I any might... merch in there? Yep. I got a t-shirt and a couple of hats. Boom. I love the hats. And these, these scissors are pretty slick and there's some, stickers. yeah, I, I made sure and put in an extra spring with those because that was what always pissed me off. Yeah, the they do have the scissors. There is an extra spring. That's that definitely gotcha. is the first thing that breaks on any pair of scissors I ever had. Oh, well, we got and uh, I've got some rolling papers. I think uh, Scotty will Hell take yeah. take advantage of those. Um, <laughs> and man, I think I might have to heist this utter madness. I don't know. Yeah, man. bro, I would. <laughs> Large bush, creamy fruit, yield heavy. Yeah, she. It's great for like. Uh, Sorry, uh, I picked guys. up the wrong one. I was thinking of Miami Madness. This is more colorful. my style. Berry Fuel. Yep. Yeah. That but, one's going to be really colorful. It's going to throw all kinds of pinks and magentas. Every once in a while, you can get like mostly like chocolatey kind of, you know, with berry, berry chocolate. But every once in a while, there's a there's a hidden bubblegum pheno that pops out every once in a while if you're lucky. What What can I expect out of the gas nana? Um, so that's going to just build on our, our banana runs. It's going to bring like way more frost, um, to that gas down. And then, then you got that greasiness of the Gary and that, you know, that gas that it puts on. So it's, it's just a flavor show really. Okay. Um, it really expanded on, on our banana runs. Awesome. Yeah. You know what? I like the, I, I gotta be honest. I do like the three pack because especially for femmes, because, you know, if you're not running, I don't have a lot of space and I'm not running a lot of plants or anything. So man, sure. Nice to just grab a little three pack and just throw a couple in excuse yeah me. we started that during covid just because um in the start of covid like a lot of people were just really um freaking out about money and and you know packs of seeds are expensive like 100 bucks for a pack of seeds and we wanted to be able to give people an option that it, it, you know just a cheaper option to get soul fire in their garden i've always tried to be the the breeder that wasn't unobtainable you, yeah. Anybody should be able to grow our genetics, and that's why I try to give away as much it, as many seeds as as I possibly can. We do four different giveaways every day in our Discord, and I give we give away stuff on the podcast. You know, I probably give away about twenty k in seeds every month. Um, Respect, man. There's a lot of people that look for seeds, and I get a, I hear it all the time about man, I can't afford the two hundred dollar pack or or whatever. So yeah. good, good on you for doing that. Yeah, you got to. I, I think that. Um, what is just the right thing to do. And, 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 you know, from a company standpoint, um, 
my I'm biased, but I think we have the best genetics in the game and I'm trying to put them in absolutely every hand that I can. And maybe if you win a pack of seeds on in the Discord and you already have it or whatever, you give it to your friend just like that. You know, the the guy that had the question, his his friend gave him a pack of Bahama Berry. He may have never known about Soulfire. He may have, you know, never heard about me, yeah. but a friend gave him that pack. So, um, you know, I think that's kind of just kind of a tradition in our community as well as like, you know, helping each other, giving away, giving away stuff, getting growers going. Um, yeah. So I love to give awesome. away stuff. Yeah. I love it, man. Um, I got one more question for you. And that is, I know you, you were talking about how uh, you know, it, your your life it is kind of revolving around Soulfire, you know, uh, morning to night. But um, when you're not growing or doing that, what are you doing? What do you like to do besides uh, all the all the cannabis stuff? Yeah, so I like to, uh, believe it or not, I like to play like uh, fantasy games. Like uh, we grew up playing Dungeons and Dragons and things like that. My kids are really into that stuff. So okay. I enjoy the right now it's bolters gate three for me uh board game like board game kind of stuff uh yeah so i definitely started tabletop dungeons and dragons second edition yeah um yeah i was uh uh i my aunt was really big into it when i was a kid so i kind of grew up around it grew up around tabletop tabletop uh, rpg dice games um and then i just kind of passed that on to my kids who absolutely love it and then um you know as time has gone on uh, it's just, and you can see that like it's, it's an aspect of in some of the things that we breed. Um, I'm going to be setting up a, a, uh, Dungeons and Dragons game on the, on the stage in the discord here. Uh, we've been talking about it for a long time. I want to run a, I run a campaign in there. So when I get time, I'd like, I definitely like to, um, you know, play those types of games. I'm a big computer gamer. Uh, uh yeah, like cool. Right what, now, what, what else? Gate three. What, what else do you play on, uh, on the computer any, any any other games uh yeah we play grand theft auto uh rp like okay. kind of like a, a no pixel thing uh, um and and yeah some some shooters but i'm more into like interactions and and just rpgs and stuff very cool i'm i'm old so i like the kind of old retro kind of simpler games so right now like what which one which right right now i'm hooked on this this golf game that on the ipad it's mm-hmm. uh it's like pixel pixel golf or something and the graphics are like super cheesy. It looks like something from the nineties, but the, but the game is fun. Yeah. You can never <laughs> ju- judge a game by its graphics. It's always got to be by the gameplay. Yeah. And then the other one I, I I'm stuck on now is uh castle crumble. Oh, I haven't played that. That's on the, it's on the Apple arcade and it's, it's, it's uh they call it creative destruction. So you have a whole bunch of weapons and there's castles and then like oh, you nice. sort of like you shoot your weapons and you try to like bring all the castles down like trebuchets and stuff like that uh no there's like um there's like bo- cannonballs there's uh bombs there's um like ice like uh like instead of fireballs like ice balls there's nice. there's uh, all sorts of weird stuff on there there's magnets and i don't know it's fine it just winds up there's some other ones where you like hit a ball and it rolls down a thing and then it crashes into the building but i don't know the sound effects are cool and it's one of those things where you don't like it's just a good escape for a few minutes uh, when you, you know, smoke a bowl and just kind of zone out on a few, it's just, I find it like relaxing, therapeutic kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, hey, like well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I'm sorry it's been so long. It was great to have you. Uh, I had a blast chatting with you. I really, really appreciate all the, the goodies. Uh, we'll get those out to the crew and, um, man, uh, don't be a stranger. We'll have to, when you got some new stuff or whatever, I'll have to have you come back on and you can tell us all about it. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, this is always a great podcast. Come on. Uh, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. And yeah, any, anytime you guys want to have me back, uh, I'll definitely be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for all the great questions um, from your audience. And you know, you can always find me in Discord, in the Soulfire Discord or on Instagram. Uh, my DMs always open. So, and I, I, I answer all of them. So if you, if you need to chit chat with me or, or have any questions, uh, I'm here for you and, you know, keep growing. Right. Fantastic, brother. We'll appreciate it so much. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Grambo, thanks for hanging out and uh and producing the show. Always appreciate that. Hell yeah, good meet you, Soulfire. I'll see you out hey, in the man. wild. Thank someday. you, Grambo. Yeah, yeah right on. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time. We got some other great guests coming up. Just uh keep an eye out. Peace.